Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Welcome to Purpose Kingdom Network show entitled Sophisticated Ladies. We are broadcasting live from Studio A with the fabulous Wonder Dre and streaming live from Long Beach, California. It is our 159th episode. Once again, you are listening to your favorite host that brings you the most, your girl, a.k.a. Wonder Dre. Tonight, I am also celebrating my one-year anniversary in broadcasting. Wow. Look at time fly. Time flies when you're having fun. So let me tell you a little bit about how I started with broadcasting. It was a year ago that I came on the show, and it was um, we were doing something with um, BevNet on Blog Talk Radio. And I had the pleasure of doing an interview at the time with um, Brother O on Blog Talk Radio. And um, we did something with um, talking about Salon and Beauty on Wheels at the time. And then, you know, later on, I was offered a show called um, Soulful NSR. And after we did the Soulful NSR, it, um, you know, branched out to bigger things and more things. And Purpose Kingdom Network developed. And when Purpose Kingdom Network had developed, here I am now with sophisticated ladies. I do want to take out the time to thank Brother O for, you know, um, giving me the opportunity and recognizing a little, you know, talent and bringing me to the air and introducing me. And here I am with you guys today. So what a pleasure it is. And thank God for that. So tonight is like the open forum for everyone with this topic. As you know, we get ready to celebrate our holidays, Thanksgiving Day, which brings me to my topic. I am thankful, yet blessed, too blessed to be stressed. Now, before I go in, let me let you join our conversation live by calling the number 724-444-7444. And what you need to do is enter the code 142 635, and then press 1 immediately afterwards. Press star 8 to relate. If you want to talk live on air with Wanda Dre, because I would love to hear what you have to say. Now, let's start off with what I am grateful for. I'm sure plenty of us have things that we are grateful for, but let me talk about what I am grateful for. Life, health, and strength, and stability. I am grateful for life because with all the shootings and killings and everything that's going on around this world, that could have been me. And the fact that I am alive today and well here celebrating my one-year anniversary with you guys makes me feel very good. And the fact that God has 
sustained my health. Uh, there have been times when the doctors have wrote me off. I remember having grave disease, and I was told that I was not going to make it, and they had gave me a 5% chance of actually living. I had lost a lot of weight and went down to 90 pounds. Um, they had gave me radiation pills to try to shrink the thyroid. The thyroid was not, you know, the medicine wasn't working for the thyroid. It had gotten to the point when I could not breathe. Um, I was literally suffocating on my own saliva, and I only had a slim hair, the size of a hair passage to actually breathe and swallow. Um, so again, doctors had wrote me off and, you know, stated that, you know, I think you need to get prepared for, you know, the worst to come and this, that, and the third, but when you serve a mighty God and when you serve, when you have a mother who prays, who prayed for you, you can't help but be blessed from that. So when I'm talking about being thankful, these are the things that I think of and, you know, as I celebrate the holidays, you know, thankful for the strength that God gave me even during the time when I had to bury my mom and I had to watch her pass and it was nothing that I could do about it. You know what I mean? And still God gave me the, you know, stability, the mind focus to stay, you know, in my right frame of mind. You know, those are not things that you, you can take for granted. You know, you have to constantly thank God, not just on Thanksgiving, but every day. Because it is a blessing every day that you wake up, no matter how dark your your life is or your situation is, you know, it is always a blessing to wake up in the morning. And the fact that you're in your right frame of mind, God can keep your mind focused on, you know, working and taking care of your children and your family. And, you know, it's just a blessing. So it's not always in the biggest turkey dinner and coming over somebody's house and watching a 60-inch TV. Because some of those people that actually come over to your house, they're really not your friends. They just want to come over there and eat up all your food. I'm just telling it just like it is. Can I just be real for a minute? I mean, seriously. <laughs> you have some people that do that. But, you know, we need to focus on things like our health, our life, our health, and our strength. You know, it doesn't matter if I'm sitting at the table with a turkey sandwich. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, if I'm sitting there thanking God for what I do have, that's what counts. You know, and it's beautiful to sit around with family and friends. I'm not taking the fun out of that. But, you know, have you really gave it thought, what are you grateful and thankful for? So, you know, um, having the food on your table, like I said, your life and your health and your strength. You know, I remember going through some major storms in my life such as, you know, the sickness, like I just explained to you. I even remember a time when I was homeless for a little while because we had a fire that happened a week before Christmas. And I remember this was in 2005. It was all on the radio, all on the news and, and everything like that. It started from a house that lived in between uh, my mother and I. My mother lived on one end, and in between there was a house, and the house that was in between us had electrical fire and we all had our Christmas lights and decorations and all that stuff up. And they had a kerosene heater at the same time. And I remember when the house caught on fire, I woke up five 30 in the morning to someone saying, get out the house. Now the house is on fire. 
by the time I got to my front door, there was fire at the door. And we were forced to, you know, get out of there as as quickly and best that we knew how. But thanks be to God, I was able to get out the house, move the car that was in front of the door, and get across the street to safety right after I, you know, got across the street to cross the street to someone else's porch, the house blew up. So these are things that I am grateful for because that could have been me getting blown up in that fire, being in the house, you know what I mean? And it could have been having a funeral for my whole family at that point, you know, because we may not have survived that. So these are things that I look back at, and that's what I'm thankful for. I'm sure that you have other things that you are grateful for, and I would love to hear that if you can, call in and share those things with us. But I'm just having an open forum for any and everybody that can join in. So. Again, you know, it's not in the turkey. It's not in, you know, okay, I, I'm not going to be able to have a turkey, but I'm going to have chicken instead. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. I remember one time I didn't even have food on my table. I had went through a serious, you know, poverty time. And I remember when the day of Thanksgiving, I was just going to do something simple, you know, maybe – you know, turkey wings or whatever, didn't have much in the refrigerator. It was a really bad time. And someone knocked on the door and they had brought me a turkey and they had other things to go in there with the turkey. And you never know how God is going to bless, you know, and I was so grateful for that. But the question is, what are we teaching our children? Are we telling our children, you know, that it's all in the, you know, the thankfulness, the gratefulness, the fact that you woke up, you ate food all year long. So does it matter if you don't have that special banana pudding or that special pie on the table or you're not watching a 60-inch TV and watching the game? No, it's not really all about that. What, has, what God has done for you all year round is what matters and what counts. You know, God made a way, but yet we sit back and we complain like God hasn't done anything for us. Some of us have survived poverty, sickness, you know, doctors writing us off, being homeless, stretched, you know, food and, you know, money being provided for the children, survived, you know, and been depressed and, you know, no heat in the house, no electricity, no food. I know I got to be talking to somebody because I know I ain't just talking about myself. I know somebody out there has been through all of those things, you know, but yet we still sit back and complain. Again, what are we teaching our children? Are we teaching them how to be grateful? Are we reaching out to the less fortunate people? Are we doing things as Christians should? Where's the unity in our communities, you know, for the single mother with a house full of kids? that you know may be struggling, you know? Are we thinking and praying for these people? Do we just give them spiritual food and not natural food? Are we opening up our churches for the less fortunate, you know, families and homeless people? Uh, It's not just by saying that, you know, I'm not saying that none of the churches do it. That's not what I'm saying. But it's just a thought that we need to do and we need to think about You know, instead of saying, you know, oh, God bless the ones that didn't have or don't have anything on the table, what are you doing? You know, 
even if you're not a Christian, just look in the goodness of your heart and say, you know what? I got a couple cans in that closet that I'm not even using. Let me purge my cabinets real quick, get rid of some of these canned goods that I'm not using, and let me help somebody. You know, it might be a bunch of canned goods, but guess what? Somebody can make a meal off of that. There might be children that has not even ate a good, decent meal. And the fact that you donated that to them, it made them have a Thanksgiving, and they will never forget that. I remember when we had the fire, and my son said, Mom, the Christmas um, tree, you know, was messed up. It's full of smoke, and everything was soiled from, you know, them holes and everything down. And I said to him, I said, but you know what, sweetie, even though all the stuff that was underneath the tree wrapped up and everything like that, it's not all in the gifts. This is a wake-up call, you know. It's all about sticking together, being a family, thanking God for the fact that we survived. You know, that's what it's all about. So what? We might be in the shelter for a little while, you know what I mean? But God is going to bless us. Yes, we do have home insurance, and it will get, you know, fixed up and cleaned up. We just got to go through a little process. <laughs> and the process is, you know, us still sticking together as a family. And we're going to look back at this, and we're going to smile, we're going to laugh at this, and we're going to remember, wow, that was the best Christmas. You know why? Because it really taught me how to be grateful. And that's what it's all about. So even as you go towards the Christmas holidays, we need to think about stuff like that. You know, it's not all of it about how many toys can you get your kids and, you know, feeling bad because you can't get this, that, and the third, and, you know, who might outdo somebody. It's not even about that. It's all about being thankful and grateful. It's about putting Christ in the season because he is the reason for the season, you know. So when I think about all the grateful things that God has done, how can I get stressed when God has still been a provider, you know, he is the same God that woke you up in the morning in your right frame of mind. He is the same God that gave you life, health, strength, a house to live in, that car you drive, pays your bills, gave you a job, kept your lights on, but yet you worried about Donald Trump? Oh, now that's something to think about. See. God is the author and the finisher of the faith, not Donald Trump. He's not the king. He, didn't, was, he wasn't the one that put, you know, the breath of life into your lungs, you know, and I'm too blessed to be stressed. You know, I am the most prized possession. I live in a mansion and own houses and land because I am a king's kid. folks. That is a promise that is in the word. That is no weapon that is formed against me that will ever prosper. I am an overcomer. I am the lender and never the borrower. I wake up, you know, and I think on the goodness of God. But this is a wake-up call to the nation. Where's your faith? The same God that brought you through depression and oppression the same God that brought you through President Reagan, President Clinton, President Rizzo. I'm just saying. <laughs> he brought you through all those times when we had economical struggles. We've been struggling for years. 
Yet and still, we're wondering about a man that's going to come in here that is not even our universal angel, that did not breathe the breath of life into you. Folks, we got to think about this. You know, we king's kids. With us being king's kids, they ain't got nothing to do with us because he's still going to take care of us. I don't care what kind of economical struggle that they do have, you know, God got our back. So you got to keep those things in mind. And I know one thing, and according to the Bible, it does say that I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. I'm not going to be begging because I'm covered. So, you know, I know there's got to be someone out there that is like feeling the same way I am. And I invite you to join our conversation. You can call in at the number again, seven I'm sorry, let me get this correct. Seven two four 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 seven four four four. Okay, press one to enter. I'm sorry, you're gonna enter in the pen number, which is one four two six three five, and then press one. Once you get through that, you press eight to relate. And I would love to hear from you. So again, I am too blessed to be stressed. I'm not worrying about the economical struggle. Okay, yes, it does affect us. I'm not saying that it doesn't, you know, with taxes going up. Hey, I even heard something about in 2017, they're talking about getting rid of Social Security for our elderly. You know, this is a really sad thing that is about to take place, but it's a wake-up call. You know what it is? It's time for us to exercise our faith. That's what it's all about. Do you trust God enough to know that he's going to make sure that everything is okay? It's a test. And we're going to experience it, whether we like it or not, you know. And then not only that, it's time for us to stick together, to do things for one another, to help one another, you know what I'm saying, Um, even if they do cut off Social Security which God forbid I would hate to see that happen. But if they do, you know that you may have a little bit more that you can share with someone else. Why not help them? You got extra clothes in your closet that's just sitting there that you're not even wearing it. Go through your closet, purge your closet, and bless somebody. You know, teach your children the same thing so they will always have a giving hand. The more you give, the more you will receive. So these are things that you have to, you know, teach your children, and get in the habit of doing that because, hey, we are living in some last and evil days, some times when we're going to have no choice but to stick together. But, again, I'm too blessed to be stressed. Every time I think about the things that I have overcame, the things that, you know, God has brought me through, the fact that, you know, I'm still here in my right frame of mind, I'm still breathing, I'm still walking, I'm still talking, you know what I'm saying? How can I let stress, you know, overtake my life? I'm too blessed to be stressed. You know, we king's kids, with us being king's kids, we should expect the best. 
You know, we walk into our destiny. I'm not saying that, you know, it's just simply that easy that you should you should sit back and just wait on God because faith without works is dead. So that means, yes, you still have to work. <laughs> you know, you're going to be tested and tried. Your faith is going to get tested. But, you know, you're still human. You still have to do what you have to do. You know, but God is has blessed us. There was an economical struggle when all these other presidents was in there, and we still made it through. You still here, you know. Think about those things on Thanksgiving when you're sitting at the table. Think about the fact, like, wow, I have lights, I have heat, you know, I have life, health, and strength. I got food on my table. Think about those that don't have that. And then when you fix your mouth to complain about something, think about the people that don't have as many things that you have. And think about how you would be if you didn't have a house to stay in, if you didn't have lights, if you didn't have electricity, um, if you didn't have heat, you know, and clothes on your back, you know, providing for your children and things like that. You know, yes, economically, it would be sort of a struggle. It would be a struggle for a lot of people out there. I'm not saying that it's not. But we as the, as people I'm not going to put a color on it, but we as people have been struggling for years, and we found ways of doing it. So those same ways that we did it back in the day through our depression and stuff like that, we can do that now, and we can overcome all of that. So, you know, again, I would invite, you know, anyone that wants to join this conversation and has a a comment. I would be lovely, you know, love to hear from you guys. Please give me, you know, a shout out and a call, you know, and press eight to relate so you can join this conversation. Uh, so again, uh, my whole thing is you have to, I don't know, sometimes you have to go through a storm in order to appreciate things in life. You know, it's not until you go through a serious storm when you can appreciate life more. You know, um, God has just been so good. Just like I said, the simplest things in life. What testimony do you have? Are you thankful? Are you blessed? This phone line should be ringing like off the hook right about now because I know there's some people out of there that should have been wrote off that, you know, has been through a homeless situation or didn't have it for their children and stuff like that. I know that there's people out there, but the ones that are still in the situation that's economically struggling right now still, this goes out for you too, because this is a word of encouragement. So that way you will feel, you know, like you've been blessed. That's what this show is all about. It's about ministry. It's about talking to, you know, people, of all sorts, you know what I'm saying, who may be going through situations. And I hope that I have been a blessing to someone and encouraged someone, you know. Um, our churches and stuff like that, some of the churches, they have cupboards. Some of them, you know, have, um, you know, baskets that they give out. Some of the churches have opened up their doors, and they have done things like um, dinners and stuff like that. And I really hope that, you know, our churches are reaching out to as many people as possible, and then the people who are less fortunate can go there and get, you know, a good meal and at least have something to eat. But think about those things, you know. You know somebody at your church may not have, you know, a place to stay or, or whatever like that. Would you open your door? 
Would you invite them over for dinner? You may see somebody in church. They may not have the best of clothing, or their children may not have the best of clothing, but yet you have a closet full of clothes that you don't even use. Would you go in your closet and give some of those clothes away? Are you going to be a blessing to someone else's life? That's what these things are. That's what moves me. That is what Thanksgiving means to me. I can't speak for everybody else. But, again, when it goes back to the things that you do have, even if it it just oversees the things that you don't have, the simple things such as just life, health, and strength, if you could just dwell on that for a minute, you know, it's enough to make you think and be like, you know what, I am really blessed. I ain't got time to worry about what's going to happen. Why? Because if God got me through all of this, I know that he's going to bring me through the rest of that. He's going to take me through the economical struggle. <laughs> he's going to take me through, you know, um, dark times, depression and oppression or whatever, you know, this president thing may come about, you know. He's going to bring me through all of that. That's what it's all about. So um, I'm going to bring Chappie in if she's available for a minute. Uh, Chappie, are you there? Okay, Rob, are you there? Yes, I'm I'm here. here. (laughs) Okay. I was just, uh, you know, listening and, um, you know, just you know some of the some of the things you were saying, and uh, I can definitely relate to a, to a lot of them. And um, on Thanksgiving, it seems like a lot of you know strange or you know or things or unexpected things usually happen, you know, um, in my life. And one of the things that was um, kind of crazy that happened was uh, one day it was uh, it was like a couple of days before Thanksgiving. I was driving this car. This car I had really no faith in. And I knew it would probably, you know, conk out. So it was a it was a eighty six Ford Fairmont. And I never forget it. I was driving and I was at eighteenth and seems to be more. And it just, you know, cut off. So I pushed yeah. it over to the side and I started walking towards Broad Street, you know, and I said, Well, I might as well head back home. And I seen this, you know, it started raining and uh it was around this you know, this time where it's kinda of cold and chilly and it was raining. And I seen this homeless man just held up in the corner and, you know, I gave him, you know, my jacket. And I was like, here you go. I gave him my coat. And because uh, I seen him wringing his coat out. And so I thought about it. And I said, hey, I said, um, I got a car, you know, two blocks down. He's like, you want to just, you know, if you got nowhere to go, you want to sit in there? He said, yeah. So I, you know, walked him back to the car and, you know, gave him the keys. And I walked back home. And um, about two days later, I walked out my front door and that car was in front of my house. And I'm looking, and I seen the guy sitting in there, and he says, "I fixed your car." And he said, "No, um, your jacket's there on the seat. You might want to wash it." And I was like, "Thanks." Wow. And, uh, that car ran for about another good two or three years. I don't know what wow. he did. And I don't know what's wrong with it, but he fixed it. And uh, I just, yeah, I, you know, I was just so shocked that I never asked him his name, but I never forget his face. And I figured, um. Wow, I was like, this was a blessing because that car, even though it was, you know, something I didn't have, it was reliable, I couldn't, I didn't have the, money, the funds to get another one. And, you know, on top of that, that was actually making it easier for me to get back and forth to work. And being as though it was the, it was the holiday, 
Um, I did take a couple of days off of work because of just the simple reason that I just didn't feel like walking that far to work, you know. But, you know, I guess by, you know, calling myself helping him out, he helped me out a great deal because, uh, like I said, that car ran another good two or three years or finally, you know, finally gave out on me. You know what the blessing is behind that? Because you was a blessing to him. The fact is he wanted to be a blessing to you. And a lot of times we see, you know, people that's homeless in the street and we just think, oh, they just bums. They, you know, they're not in their right frame of mind or things like that. You know, these are people who are engineers, who has done cars, who has, you know what I mean, fixed computers, oh, yeah. things oh, like yeah. that. And I'm sure you that was the least thing that you expected was for this man to get up out that car that was running heat for him and fix your car. <laughs> yes. And I'm going to tell you, the, <laughs> the funny thing about it was, I, you know, sometimes when people ask for money, you, you think they were up to no good. That car, I knew, I had so little faith in that car, I would never keep that car over a quarter tank of gas in there. So in order to get that car to my house, he had to put some gas in there. Wow. So, you know, yeah. So he, you know, he did a lot for that car. Whatever was wrong with that car, yeah, he, yeah. So, you know, like I said, I thought about it, and I even tried going back to the same spot where I saw him and never saw him again. But I never will forget his face. Wow. That is awesome. That is awesome. And you know what? Just. Things like that makes you, you know, be, it's the small things that make you just grateful and thankful for things, you know? Wow. Oh, my goodness. And like I said, even just having food on your table to provide for your children and your family, you know, and being able to get them dressed and stay in a warm house, stuff like that means a lot. We all have been through some, you know, some really bad times. I'm sure you've probably been through some bad times before, too, and God has, you know, really brought you out. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, um, you know, coming up, it was was kind of, you know, kind of rough. It was similar to your story, you know, um, you know, around Thanksgiving and Christmas when you really, you know, need all your utilities and, you know, parents is, you know, they're trying to make, you know, the ends meet and everything, you know, line mm-hmm. up and make sure you have a nice holiday. And, you know, one after another, you know, the electric comes and goes off and then next thing you know, electric's back on and heat's off. And mm-hmm. heat's off and then, you know, water goes off, you know. So, it, you know, it, it was truly, you know, a struggle, you know, you know, watching my parents, you know, trying to make, you know, put everything together and, you know, keep everything, you know, together under one household and, you know, still, you know, provide a, you know, loving, kind of warm atmosphere in the house because it's pretty, it's it's pretty stressful, you know, and one of the things is, you know, as parents, you know, if you see the adults panic, then, you know, what are we going to do, you know, so that's, you know, one of the, the best things about having good parenting you know, parents and um, knowing what they're doing in certain situations. That's true. Well, what do you think about the economic struggle? And I see we do have Chappie on the line as well, and I'm going to bring her in, and perhaps maybe we can all join in on this. What do you think about this economical change that we're about to face? They're talking about taking uh, Social Security away from our seniors, and the fact that we got Donald Trump in and as believers, how do you feel about that? Okay, yeah, it's, it's it's pretty simple. Everybody wants to. I'm not worried about them trying to um, dissolve the um, Social Security because um, under the federal guidelines, the way it's set up, that the only way they would stop the process is now, and that was 
actually take effect 20 years from now. Um, as far as the only thing I'm worried about Social Security is um, if they try to privatize it. And if you try to privatize Social Security, that's pretty much like um, running the risk of, you know, the up and down fluctuation of the stock market. So whereas those, some, you know, somebody who's used to getting $3,000 a month on their Social Security mm-hmm. check, one month they might get 1700 or they might get, eight, you know, it, it'll, it'll fluctuate because if they privatize it, um, then actually you can actually devalue uh, what somebody actually um, put into that Social Security, you know, what they're expecting to get out. So that would be the only, you know, the only thing I would worry about as far as uh, Social Security and, you know, the impact it would have. Right. Correct. Correct. Um, And they're talking about doing this in 2017. They're talking strong about it. I mean, they did this years ago. They tried to do this years ago. And Obama really fought for us to try to keep that. And now they're trying to really do it, you know, after he leaves the um, the White House. So it's just amazing how we're going through this economical change. And in the midst of it, it's really teaching us, you know, to hold on to our faith, you know, at the that's same right. time. That's all we got. You know, I'm going to bring Chappie in on, at the same time and see what she has to say. Chaplin, are you there? I'm here. Um, And, and first... <laughs> Let me just bless God for the topic and for what we're discussing. Um, I'm going to answer backwards, though, if that's okay. Um, I'm going to uh, answer the economic question first and then about being thankful and for a hard time. On the economic situation, I'm sort of in agreement with you. No matter what they do, the power, meaning they, meaning the powers to be, if you are from a minority, for the most part, you have survived through some struggles. So not being able to, you know, going in, all, not always having a refrigerator full of food or you, you, that stuff like that ain't new to us. <laughs> sure ain't. what it feels like to have to go through and fight through and make ends meet. Or as the old folk used to say, we know what it's like to have to rob Peter to pay Paul. So on that note, for the economic crisis, if it gets too crazy, it's those people who never had to struggle that needs to worry and that needs to be concerned. That's um, right. And, and that's just the long and short of it. As far as them dissolving Social Security, if they dissolve Social Security, I have a W-2 for every year I worked. And on that W-2, it tells exactly how much money they took every year that I worked and put into Social Security. Mm-hmm. If they dissolve Social Security, maybe it's just me, but <laughs> they have to do like every other business or company that dissolves, shouldn't they have to at least give me back what I've put into my Social Security since it was my money that you took anyway? I know that's right. I like that. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. But you need to understand, y'all, I'll be the first one setting the precedent because I'm going to be the first one going all the way to the Supreme Court. If y'all make no, any company give me that I put in, why y'all don't have to? Yeah, that's why I was saying that. Um, 
I was saying earlier that it would be a process if they try to get social security, get rid of social security altogether because uh, they would have to stop it. But everybody to put in there, they still get that money back. So social security won't end if they, you know, once they say, well, we're doing away with social security, it would take a process. Because like you said, from years ago, you put money into it. So you still have to get that money back. But before they finally pay out, you know, the last person that they ended with, it'll take about 20 years from now. And I want my interest. <laughs> exactly. Let me put it out for you. Yes. I want my interest because that was supposed <laughs> a part of the Social Security thing anyway, that we were paying it. It was going into the government, and the government is going to do whatever they do with it so that when I hit a certain age, they're supposed to start giving me back what I've put in. Yeah, you'll right. be able to get it I, next year. I want my interest. No, not next year. I got, you know, a couple more years, not a whole lot of them. But although I know first, I wish I could get it next year. Like if somebody said to me, oh, you can retire now, I'd be like, oh, bless God. Because, see, I know what I done put in. And I get, that, I get that little statement from them every year. See, I hold on to that stuff. And, see, they can't tell me that's not what I put in because this your paperwork with your people's signature on it, with your letterhead that say this is how much I gave y'all, and this is what y'all <laughs> supposed to give me back. And that's I right. So let them be dumb enough to dissolve Social Security. Mm-hmm. Right. I agree I, with you wholeheartedly. I, I, Right. Exactly. I know that's right. So um, I know that everybody has been through some hard times. And Rob and I was talking about some times when, you know, um, we were thankful and grateful for certain things. And do you have any times that you have been, like, thankful and grateful for certain things? I'm sure you got a lot. Uh, you talking about times. You're talking about I, – I couldn't tell you any time because there's so many times. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, see, what people don't realize, and, and I bless God, let me give a shout-out of love to Pastor uh, Jamal Van. I pray mm-hmm. I said his name right. Jamal Van of a uh, new worship center uh, church, and they're located at uh, 22nd and Allegheny. And I'm going to tell you why I I gave him this shout-out. Because, see, people think that when you have a call on your life or an anointing on your life to do something, that that means that you don't go through stuff like other people go through stuff. And, you know, what they don't understand is it's not that we don't go through. We just go through differently. Mm -hmm. Like when the layperson goes through, they can run to us. But who do we run to when we going through? You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, all, all all we have is Christ. Right. That that's, that's all true. we got to lean on, and we have to pray and believe Him on His word that at some point He's going to step into that situation. And like this past, I, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I spoke it. I said it. Uh, almost a year ago, when we first started Purpose Kingdom Network, I said, listen, y'all, don't get discouraged. Because as soon as we start doing this, Satan going to attack all his imps on us. Mm-hmm. Go through. 
to get this. And I said, and I'm telling you now, I'm going to go through worse than all of y'all. Mm-hmm. That's and true. Going through, I bless God because every time I got to that point where I thought it couldn't get no worse, God would send an angel to step in and make mm. a way when I didn't see a way. See, nice. I'm not going to tell the whole story tonight, but Dre is one of my angels. Oh, thank you. Dre is an angel for me right now, like big time. Brother Rob is an angel. You know, the host of Purpose Kingdom Network, I really believe, are angels. Now, Rob and Dre are in different ways. They've helped me out, not just with Purpose Kingdom, but outside of the ministry. The hosts are helping to spread God's word of ministry. So they they are the angels. But when I say giving thanks, like when I say God has stepped in at the nick of time, right? because I think that every time we're going through, we're going through because we're being punished. And this is what... Uh, I was. I, I said I had to give that shout out to Pastor Jamal Van for because he broke something down yesterday about being broken. And see, sometimes we forget that God wants a broken and contrite spirit. We talk mm-hmm. about repentance, but we don't talk about being broken out of that thing that it is that we really want to hold on to that God is trying to take from us so that he can take us to another level. That's right. So I'm at a place right now where I'm praising God even in the brokenness because although I see it looks like brokenness here, I'm watching God put something together on the other side. Mm -hmm. And I'm blessed because I can see it and I'm physically seeing it come together. So I I give God thanks all the time. When when we think about it, it's really about our 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 perception of what mm-hmm. we go. You know, when the prophet Elijah was on the mountain and the army was coming to attack and they had the mountain surrounded and his servants saw the army coming around and he was like, oh, my God, prophet, what are we going to do? they coming, they're going to get us, and they, this is what they're going to do to us. And, oh, what are we going to do? And he went into a panic because his perception was all he saw was him and the prophet in this army of hosts that was around the mountain about to attack him and the prophet. So what the prophet, who was very calm the entire time, did was he simply prayed, God, change his perception. Basically what he said was open his eyes so he can see what I see. And when God opened his eyes, what he saw was although there was a physical army coming at them, God had dispatched an angel army of hosts around the mountain so that when the army got to a certain spot, they just started dropping dead. So it's Mm. our perception. Sometimes we look at the attack and we don't look at what God is doing for us in the midst of the attack. Mm Mm-hmm. That's true. That is so true. Wow. It's amazing. You know, you really broke it down. And you know what? I know that we had to do um, our um, call at the same time. So I don't know which one of y'all are going to do the call, but it's about that time to do the call. I'm here, so I guess I'll do the call. And, you know, the call is basically about what Dre was talking about, knowing that you are too blessed to be stressed. 
knowing that no matter what it looks like around you, God is still in control. God is still on the throne. He is still the Alpha and the Omega. He is still the beginning of it all and the end of it all. He is still the one that's, that watches over Israel. And we know that he who watches over Israel never slumbers nor sleeps. So if he's never slumbering or sleeping, why are we losing sleep? He got it mm-hmm. all in his hands. That's for the believer. For the other, I understand why you losing sleep, because you have no firm foundation to really stand on. See, don't get caught up in all of the hoopla and the politics that Satan tries to put out there to keep you away from a personal relationship. Everybody out there arguing about, oh, you called him Yah, you called him God, you called him Yeshua, you called him Isa, you called him Jesus, you called him Allah, you called him Elohim. We are talking about the same being. We get caught up in was he white, was he black, was he tan, was he Mexican, was he plaid. Let's not worry about the color of his skin right this second. Let's not worry about what name we call him by right this second. Because truthfully, if you was worshiping and you spoke Spanish, you would say Jesus. If you spoke Arabic, you were worshiping Jesus Christ, you would say Isa. We still talking about the same person. So let's not get caught up in the name. Let's just get caught up in what he did for us. You tell me what other man came to this earth, lived and died, and said, I came to lay down my life. Rose from the grave three days later. Not someone rose him up, but he rose up. just to pay the penalty of sin, to buy us back from what we had sold ourselves into. That's what it was about. That's what this is about. It's not about a church membership. It's about a personal relationship. Are you willing to just admit that you need help. See, salvation is like addiction counseling. The first step in it is you have to admit that there's a problem. So you have to ask God to come into your life. And it's real simple. It's not long. You can repeat it after me right now. You just simply say, Father, I admit that I'm a mess. And I'm asking you to come into my life and turn my mess into your message. I'm asking you to come into my life and to forgive me my sins. I'm accepting the gift of Jesus Christ to wash away my sins. I believe that he is your son, that he is the God-man, that he came, he died on the cross, he rose from the grave, he ascended to the Father. I believe that. I accept that. In Jesus' name, amen. 
If you said that, then let somebody know you said it. You can send a text. You can turn to somebody next to you. You can send an email, a phone call, whatever, and just let someone know, I accepted Jesus Christ into my life today. If you have no one to tell, you can always email us right here at Purpose Kingdom. Our email address is purposekingdomnet at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. We would love to pray with you. Now, according to God's word, if you believed it, accepted it, if you said that prayer and confessed it to someone, according to God's word, you're saved. What you should attempt to do is find a Bible-believing, teaching, preaching sanctuary where you can grow in the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and heal from the trials and the tribulations of this world. But if for some reason you can't, bless God, that's why Purpose Kingdom Network is here for you. Please join us on the next episode of Purpose Kingdom Network, which will be airing tomorrow evening with the one and only will of God and his ministry just too thorough. It will be on at 9 p.m. Wonder Dre? All right, girl. Yes, it's always a pleasure hearing you. And, you know, um, what you had to say is a lot, that, you know, to think about. You know, it's so meaningful. And I'm just glad that you had, you know, was able to bring, you and Rob was able to bring such a positive message to the topic this evening. Um, I was saying earlier that it's our one-year anniversary, and you was definitely a part of it because it started off with you, girl. Look what God has brought us from. It's so funny. It started with an interview, and here we are on a Purpose Kingdom Network. You, the CEO of this. Look at that. (laughs) As I said, I give all the glory and honor to God. And I, I will share this. I can put this out here, and I can start putting this out here now. In December, the month of December, uh, from the 25th of December to the 31st, we will be in a one-week revival right here on Purpose Kingdom Network. Uh, the the ministries will begin um, at 9 p.m. Uh, from the 26th to the 30th, and on the 31st, that ministry will be our watch night as well as the closeout of the revival, and that service will begin at 11 p.m., and that will be uh, service, our watch night service, so we can spread the word, let those, um, I know there are a lot of people who don't go out on watch nights, go to service anymore because they don't feel as though it's safe. Well, bless God, they can sit at their home and still get a word from the Lord and still bring in the new year uh, with their hearts and minds fixed on Jesus. So we bless God for that. Um, I can tell you right this second that um, those ministers and pastors that I know for a fact are coming. We have Minister Mark Corbett is will be with us. Um, Pastor Jamal Van will be with us. Of course, our very own Minister Charles Lee, Minister Maureen Lee, uh, Reverend Aaron Williams, and we, we're looking just for it to be a blessing. So we're going to ask y'all to put that on your calendars and join us um, by all means. Amen. Amen. That's a beautiful thing. And like you mentioned, people don't like to be out there in the streets no more. Too many things is going on, but you know, you can bring church right into your own home and, and bless God and still bring in a new year, you know, praising God. And that is beautiful, you know, and it's funny because I know we talked about the spiritual food, but on a natural food, girl, what you cooking for Thanksgiving? Well, 
I got. You know, I was. I'm sorry. I'm getting ready to do it. I'm getting ready to do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. What? <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. I'm getting ready to do Shirley Caesar's thing. Tomatoes, potatoes, ham, ram, dog. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I, 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 you know, I got God blessed because I, I, I'm going, of course, to have a bird and whatever else is in there that my children keep throwing together that they decided I had to cook because I made the mistake of saying, you know what, I don't want to go nowhere. I'm a cook. So, <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> I, I, God, and you know what, even with that, I have to give God um, the glory, the honor, and the praise because um, through a partnership uh, with St. Mark Outreach and Pastor Streeter, uh, Pastor Beatrice Streeter, wonderful woman of God, um, and Salem Baptist Church, uh, in Purpose Kingdom, we were able to help deliver baskets out to the people today. So we bless God for that. Um, Amen. And, and it, it it was really a blessing. It, it's really a blessing because with what's going on today, you know, times really are hard. Times are hard, you know, even if there are two people working in your household. The the system really is not made for you to get but so far ahead. So, you know, we bless God that, you know, we were able to be a blessing to someone this uh this day and for the holidays and we, we just thank God for it. We thank God for it and we're looking for other opportunities and ways to be a blessing to God's people. That's right. That's beautiful. And then you know what too, we got our sophisticated ladies that should be in the in the kitchen cooking and stirring a little love into them pots and pans and them them yams and hams and pies and cakes and all that stuff. <laughs> I'm going to get in there on them sweet potato pies and some of them cobblers. They, you know, children already put their request in. I know that's right. <laughs> like you said, with the cobblers and stuff, throw a little love. And then after you throw a little love, you know, call up to the radio station and invite us over to your house. <laughs> and spread right. the love. <laughs> right. I know that's right. That's right. <laughs> and, yes. And, uh, and you know what? I'm This year I'm going to say it this way, and next year I'm going to believe God that I'm going to be able to say it differently. For everyone out there listening who knows where I live at, you are more than welcome. If you stop past, you can eat until the food is gone. Next year, I'll be able to give out a location where folk can come to eat. I'm going to believe God for that right now so that if they don't have a place to go, they can have a place to go. But I can't say that this year. So this year, <laughs> if you know where I live at, you're more than welcome to come get a plate. Oh, that's so sweet. Girl, you must stop playing because I'll be right up at your doorstep. <laughs> okay. With a, with a couple of remotes. Girl, you know I'm throwing off. I'm shot out. But uh, that's what makes me want to dry, okay? Because <laughs> you never know what I'm about to say. <laughs> 
I love it. I love it. And you know what? It's so beautiful to celebrate with family and friends. It's a beautiful thing. So as you making them cakes and pies and putting your love into it, just remember the, you know, the unity that you would have had when you had the table, the laughter, the fun. And, you know, think about other people who don't have and, you know, think about how you can be a blessing to other people and what can you do to be a blessing to somebody else's life. And that's what this is all about. Think about the times when you start stressing about a bill that came in. Think about all them bills that you done gotten paid so far. That's nothing. You know what I mean? Think about how God has blessed you up until this point and how he's going to continue to bless you. The fact that you're not even outside, you know, you could be standing on that corner, you know, cold, sleeping over some type of heater or street heater, but you're inside your warm house. So, you know, again, like we said, I'm too blessed to be stressed. I'm not going to sit here and worry about no economical struggle because I'm already blessed, <laughs> you know. So once again, you can reach me on Facebook. Um, I'm listed as Wonder Dre, uh, D-R-E-A, uh, and you can give me a shout out there. Any comments or suggestions that you want to bring to the show, I'd be glad to hear from you. You can also uh, reach me at A Presley, P-R-E-S-S, ley 34 at gmail.com also for any comments and you know requests or whatever do you want to bring to our show uh so once again i thank you so much for tuning in to sophisticated ladies and i just got to give one special shout out by what i am thankful for i am thankful to have a man this year that got to bless me with I praise God for the maintenance man. <laughs> Sabby, you know, that's a little running joke, right? But <laughs> seriously, I thank God to be able to bring in um, this Thanksgiving with someone special in my life who has been truly a blessing to me. And I just wanted to give a shout out real quick to him. <laughs> Bob, I love you, sweetie. <laughs> and um look forward to Thanksgiving with you and the rest of the years to come. But I just want to say to all those that's out there listening, do have a very blessed and prosperous uh, Thanksgiving. And I pray that we have been a blessing to you. And again, enjoy. And until the next two weeks, I will see you again on Sophisticated Ladies. And do have a blessed evening. Good night. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.